You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I hit it. So, yeah. Uh, a couple of like little homework things. Like, so apparently, um, I'm guessing because Deer Leader hasn't logged into StreamYard for a while. Don't know why. Um, a couple of them, there's some warnings on going here in the back end. Also, the uh, cloud storage of the thing is getting full. So, <laughs> we need to bug him to uh, clean that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get for using cloud services. Okay. All right. All right. Well, wouldn't have this thing if we use the servers at the studio, which now has the capability of having dual 10 gig fiber from two different ISPs. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else think they have that capability? No, I think not. But our studio does. And that makes it better than anyone else's studio. It's amazing. Okay. And it's also not being used, so that's cool too. <laughs> Makes it different from a lot of other studios. That is true. That is true. That is true. It is, we have a uh, quarter of a million dollar studio that we don't use. I'm just going to call it that: the quarter of a million dollar studio that we don't use. Um, that's that's the we biggest by flex. its name. We did take naming rights for that thing. I know. Yeah, it's the biggest <laughs> flex in podcasting history. To, is to have a quarter of a million dollar studio, sell the naming rights, and never use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have set up like see, it's the space for us to start like we're like recording over. Like I've got it like kind of like mapped out. I'm getting ready to finish the Visio document. I'll show it to you guys. Probably like honestly, I think I might have it done by next time we do the show. I'll just show us on air. Screw it. I'll show the Visio on air. Like this is where I've mapped the room out. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is where you can envision yourself being if we ever were to actually do this. Pretend you're there. Honestly, like you know, like I think we can wear a bracket, uh, and I would like to be able to go back and doing in the studio live things on it. Like especially like now that I don't have to worry about like uh, uh, doing any other show on Saturday mornings. <laughs> we can do a live show and record there for several hours, you know, and do what with this Monday? Don't know. Maybe do a second bonus show. Don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a stand-up meeting. Don't know either. Anyways, before this thing gets too long and truth this intro, hey everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Low Key on the Weird Little Terrors Networks. I'm your host, Harry, aka the Moving Target, and here we're going to talk our really cool topic, um, which I just threw some dice here in the background, and we're decided on like gaming and mental health. Um, 
yep, to be honest, like, uh, you know, some of the different topics that I we did want to talk about. There's a couple of ones that we did not want to talk about today that Reinhold brought up. One, his terrible palate. Two, his uh, <laughs> other thing that we brought up about, about a certain surfer. Uh, but we're not discussing those tonight. We're discussing everything else besides Reinhold and his terrible palate. Let's introduce him to shows. Hi, Reinhold. Come, please speak. Oh, we're talking about mental health. I just figured that would, uh, would be a nice dive right into that. But okay, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, honestly, for the last episode of your food choices, your mental health was put into oh, question. I just, I just want to say, I'm starting a new show. It's a TikTok show. It's going to be a, a cooking show, oh, really? and we're going to show people how to make really delicious food oh, that goodness. doesn't go doesn't go with the with the. Uh, the boundaries of the man telling you how it's got to be is Hon- you know, it's, it's, honestly it's good with everything on tiktok and it the is- whole jump boat challenge go <laughs> ahead go ahead put that on tiktok by the way here's vincent ronald his thing that totally works if you call the show the anarchist's cookbook oh god oh yes please, <laughs> please don't put the algorithm a bit there oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. call it that call it that oh my god Yes, get on TikTok and just do that. <laughs> go, go. Hashtag anarchy. Hashtag Mises. Hashtag uh, <laughs> prison cooking. Hashtag. <laughs> John Birch Society for the win, man. Oh, man. Uh, uh, you got to do the red salute, too, with it. Is that what you're going to do, too? <laughs> God, oh, man, it's just... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, anyways, <laughs> yeah. Talking about yeah. bucking the system with them cooking, it makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Just gotta buck. The, oh, man, there, there are some recipes I've seen online that I've seen like stuff like that. It's just like I would like like salmon hash browns and cream cheese. I was like, yeah, this is good. I don't know, man. Could be, <laughs> could not be. You know, uh, but you know, it's it's fine to each his own. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just a crime against humanity, um, especially some of the uh, cursed pickle um, like images that I see most of the time. It was just like, why? Why is that a pickle? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can almost kind of see the pickle margarita. It kind of makes sense, right? <laughs> well, I, I was I was doing pickle chips, you know, twenty years ago. Those were good, right? But that was like a, a special treat. Now it's just ubiquitous. Everybody has it, so. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, kimchi pickles the other day. People were oh, raving on that. Those are good. I think it was like a YouTube channel of like Willet Kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It's like, hey, will that kimchi? Can we kimchi this? So it's like, man, this is bad. They're just, you know, they're just trying to kimchi everything out there. Let's see. Well, it's like you find uh, new tastes and new flavors. And is that is that what we do? Is that how we is that how we find new tastes and flavors? Yeah, a couple it's, people, you know, die from food poisoning, but it's it's okay. We figure it out at the end. Yeah, that's how we know how. That's how you know how which mushrooms to eat or which plants to eat. Because somebody tried it. You have to let somebody die first. Died, and, we, and everybody looking around said, "Not that one. Not that. Stay one. away from it." Not that one. We don't. We don't eat those. Why? You saw what happened to Bill, right? Yeah, he became a TikTok influencer. Oh God, it was the worst. Leaving, leaving their four-year-old out wandering the streets by themselves. God, I just, I don't know. Like, like I was like listening and like hearing what the stupid boat one. I was just like, was I that dumb when I was a kid? Could I not process what was going to happen? 
at, at, at a high rate of speed? You know, is it is it our generation? Is it TikTok? Is it? I, I don't know. I don't it's know. it's people being able to record all the stupid things that they're doing, mm-hmm. and when they have a dumb i if they they have like a dumb idea and they mm-hmm. go, "Hey, I have this dumb idea," and then they they blast it to a, a audience of people that are like totally do it it's gonna be funny watching you fail but they don't say the watching you fail part it just kind of pushes them to do stuff that's why there was people licking ice cream in the oh, at the stores for clout God, and stuff terrible. like that it's just like when you have it's when you have that dumb idea and you don't have a friend right beside you it's like no don't do it it's stupid instead you have that one friend and then a million yeah. other people are like do it it'll be funny do it when your friends are when your friends are Steve O and Bam Magera, right? That's what happens. Yeah, I, I think like like was like the um, stupid um, uh, cinnamon challenge, right? Like oh, yeah, that, the yeah, very that beginning, yeah. the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, or like the drink a gallon of milk challenge. Oh god, a gallon of milk! Oh man, social media has destroyed self eating from Brian editing and- editing. Yeah, editing and self self editing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially like considering like TikTok is so quick to do everything, so quick in the app, sit and go. You know, I mean, you have to sit back and like look at it. Like if you did like a YouTube video, like all right, time to go back on this roll to see what I did. I'm not posting this. Right, it's the same <laughs> thing with like Twitter and stuff yeah. or Threads now. I guess uh, <laughs> you just able to shoot off an idea and mm-hmm. just goes into the ether, and mm-hmm. then. If you forget to delete it or you came up with a really stupid idea and then everybody calls you out on being really stupid because you threw it into the ether, that's on you. It's like sharing your relationship online for no reason. And and if you're really, you know, wanting the views and you happen to record you doing something stupid and you die while it's happening, then we've got more footage for Faces of Death videos. And that gets you more more fl- claim there, right? Right, or, or or you can have a YouTube channel where you have a you have dash cam footage where you record yourself committing insurance fraud over and over and over again, and then no one by, does by, that. Oh, there was a channel where they were doing like near miss accidents or accidents that happened to them. <laughs> so apparently, Christy is out walking the dog. I think we'll be we'll be here usually. We'll we understand the place. euphemism. Go ahead. Yeah, but but yeah, no. They had a YouTube channel where they were recording themselves having near miss or actual accidents and claiming insurance fraud over it, <laughs> and they went to jail for it. So that is a real thing that happened. Oh, Brian says, or committing petty crimes and making money from it. What <laughs> people are just wilding out there. Wow. Like, All right. Like telling an eight-year-old with with hearing impairment that he can go on a on a all-you-can-buy Target shopping spree, saying that you're part of Mr. Beast's team, and then running away, leaving the hearing impaired child to cry. All right, yeah, so I heard about that. <laughs> that one was stormed the Bastille at this point. We go get that guy. I mean, that's not that's not even a question. He claimed he he actually <laughs> uploaded and claimed that he was the one that did it and had put his. His edited version of his unedited version of what happened, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. just isn't true. Just makes him look bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
yeah, yeah. But people post like, yeah, people post like them doing petty crimes all the time. It's actually like very simple to post people doing petty crimes. It's like, um, it's a, uh, it, it's like if you like if you have videotape of yourself inside the United States traveling at a high rate of speed, you know they could, you know, they usually just come and bust you, you know, well, depending yeah, on your last name at least. Depending yeah, on your last average name. citizen breaks like three laws a day, right? So it's just, you have a camera on all the time, you're catching a lot of that stuff. Slacker six, okay. Right. Like, I said six, average. I mean, like some six, of us drive for up the. Laws. Yeah, some <laughs> of us try to reach the top of the curve of that bell. You know. Hey, hey! If the world uh, soul superpower doesn't consider you a threat, you're slacking. <laughs> right. Also, everyone's going to be on a on a government watch list. Try to be at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on one since I got my top secret clearance back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You try to be at the bottom like Vincent. Mm, you got to be at the top. So get to be at the top. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm on the watch list, but as an association with you two. They're like, okay. they're like uh, you know that Reinhold guy? Shit. We had to keep known an eye co- out on Known co conspiracy. <laughs> That's what his name is now. God. <laughs> God. Yeah, you're, you're friends with known arsonist Reinhold. Come on, oh. <laughs> hey, can't prove a thing. <laughs> I just can't wait the day that he gets pulled over and they're like, Do you go by the any aliases, sir? And he, you just go, No, Vincent. What? No, I don't know. Step out of the car, please. It's like, it's like. I'll give you a ride hold lives. Just leave me alone. <laughs> give you right. Tell you anything you want. Which reminds me, I've got to go get my uh, license renewed in two days. So just, just flip on ride. DMV. Fun time. Yeah. Maybe I'll record it. There you go. There you go. Instigate sure that'll be for fun. no reason. Upload it to your TikTok. Mm, 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 mm. No, no. Um, uh, bring the wrong documents. <laughs> hey guys, I'm going to get my license renewed at the BMV, but I purposely brought mail from four years ago with my old address. <laughs> like, bro. I don't have my birth certificate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brain worms. God, you know, it's okay. It's okay. And sometimes it's also what you, who you know, the B and B too, in case you speed your circle. Because I remember like one couple of times that uh, my dad lost his birth certificate. It was take him all this rick and roll to get his ID. But apparently his sister, you know, my aunt went in there and came out with his ID. Here you go. <laughs> so like, how? Like, I know them. <laughs> okay. This is how it works. <laughs> well, if I'd have been smart about it, I would just renew it online, but now it's two days till, so I probably ought to go in. Yeah, you can probably still do it online. You ain't going nowhere. Just <laughs> <laughs> drive around the neighborhood a couple a little bit, you know, to go get like, I had to get my nice dinner tonight. So he's like, I have to go outside what sometime. You, what you didn't DoorDash that and give a guy a five dollar tip? No, 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 no DoorDash. <laughs> this this I got from the gas station. Oh, Midwest Fine Dining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's an actual Indian restaurant in our gas station in the country <laughs> off the interstate <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. It's the best stuff ever. 
Fucking Brian Brian Oates has a legitimate comb beanie in his fucking neighborhood (laughs) for no reason. So, this is my chicken tiki masala, if you can see it. It's not hardly even orange. It's barely Mm -hmm. yellow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's butter chicken, <laughs> and they're selling it as chicken tikka masala, and it's supposed to be super spicy as hot as you can make it. And I, it, there's nothing in, there's no spice in this thing at all. So it just it irritates the crap out of me that they can't get that right. I'm like you're, you're, you're in Indians, you're all Indians. You should be able to put spice in your meals. What the heck is wrong with you people? Right? Well, did you call them with your? And when I say name? you people, I don't mean that. Huh? Yeah, you do. The whole billion no, I people those, of India. those specific individual people. That's who you mean. But uh, do you use your white name? You should probably like you know. I don't give them a name. I just say, hey, I want this. Ethnic, I want this. Ethnic, no, that's, that's your name. No, that's the thing. That's the first time I went into this place. <laughs> the first time I went into this place, uh, <laughs> it, it was the, the first. They finally they, they decided to put it in right. So I go and I happen to sit down and talk to the owner. He's like, we're mm-hmm. going to have an Indian restaurant next week, or whatever. So I said, here's what I want. I want to order it. I want as spicy as I can make it. And he looks at me and he's like, do you mean spicy? And I'm like, no, no, I mean the spicier than that. And he's and he's just like looking at me. I said, I know I look white. But I really am talking about I need it to be as spicy as you guys eat it or higher, mm-hmm. hotter. And he finally, he finally, she said, let me give you some and try it. I, and I did. And I said, this, this is actually not too bad. Um, so he was kind of shocked. So going in, I would talk to him and he would get me the right spice level. Then it got sold to another group. Then it got sold to another group. Now it's like on its fourth different management in the year because nobody knows how to make money at this place because they're trying to sell Indian food in the middle of a neighborhood a, a farm community that just wants biscuits and gravy for breakfast and they took away the whole biscuits and gravy thing that they were doing because now they're doing indian foods they took it all out because there was a there was a whole big thing i was in i witnessed the owner basically screwed over one of her employees and he she quit and in the middle of everything, it, and she it was took a whole the mess. biscuit it recipe like, and that and that threw everything out of whack. Well, they they decided they were just not going to do it because they didn't have the ability to. They didn't want to hire anybody other than their own guys mm-hmm. to run things because they didn't have. They needed to hire some people to make all the other foods. Mm-hmm. They used to do pizza. They used to do chick, you know, fried chicken and biscuits and gravy mm-hmm. and all this stuff. That's all gone. In the middle of what is arguably the whitest bread neighborhood that you could possibly have in the United mm-hmm. States. That's what they decided to do. And they can't make money, and they're trying to figure out why they're not making a lot of money. They're making money off the truckers who come off who are okay with eating Indian food, who like Indian food. They'll come off and grab a, a bite, but I don't think it's enough to sustain them. So they keep having to run through different owners. So the quality changes from month to month. You never know what you're going to get at that place. So, so Harry, when, when does the Rupert's Kid donation hit? Because I've tried to buy this food pile like four times already. I know. I'm, I'm, I know. Wait, I'm uh, waiting for the donation to yeah, hit. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, right home. Like, yeah, you can't be recommending food on here. <laughs> can't remember getting food. Yeah, we, uh, we after the last episode and your crime against oh. um, <laughs> taste. Uh, we instituted a policy saying you can't do that, and there's a $5 fine per food opinion that you have to donate to Rupert's Kids. So, um, you know, <laughs> uh, I, that's we, a $20 donation so of counting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're on the honor system here, sir, so I expect you to do that on your own. Get that done. <laughs> you all just don't know good food when you don't hear it. You don't know good food uh, when you hear it. 25, 25 now. <laughs> That's mm. what y'all got to deal with. <laughs> it's your own issues that, that, you got to deal with. That's me. the most Ryan Hole thing is that pff, 
Yeah, you just don't know good music unless you listen to only Meatloaf. That's it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> like that, that that's the most right old le- level opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, also a food opinion. So mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god. Got speaking oh, of meatloaf. Good meatloaf when you put oh sorry. <laughs> My daughter's starting to get into the meatloaf is the worst. Worst. Yeah. Uh Mm, mm. She got. I got. I gotta get her stop hanging out with all these um, Midwesterners. Give get her palate back to the way it used to be before I let her hang out with all these people at the summer camp and stuff like that. <laughs> like before, I could like I could put anything seafood in front of her. She would just eat it. And I was like, oh, what is that? It's just shrimp. Just just basic shrimp. Mm, I don't look good. Like come on. <laughs> well, I mean, kids do that when they get older. They start getting really picky for no reason. Well, the palate changes too. I mean, when you're real young, your palate is way different than it is when you get in like your 15, 16s and stuff like that. So yeah, it's always kind of changing it. That's why they like the chicken nuggies, you know? Yeah. And then you get older and you're like, why did I like this stuff before? I don't understand. Well, then you want a better quality of chicken tendies. <laughs> yeah. They think you, go from, you go from nuggies to tendies. Yeah. You're always, you're you always chasing you know what you think tendies. was good. At, that's the thing is you're, you're always chasing what you thought was good when you were younger, but it's. It's just that you didn't know any better when you're younger and you thought it was the best thing in the world. And when you get older, you realize it wasn't. And it's the same with like movies and TV and things like that. You, you, you watch these shows you grew up with and you have this great nostalgia for it. It was so great. And you go back and watch it 20 years later and you're like, this is crap. Why, why did I watch this? I don't understand. Honestly, I'm chick. I'm tasting the, uh, I'm chasing the white pony of a chicken fried steak I've had for breakfast with gravy on it that I had when I was a kid. Nothing compares to that. The crispiness, the spice of that. Harry, the, the, the dragon is the, the wagyu. <laughs> it's the wagyu broccoli. Broccoli God, will never God. taste as good. It doesn't. You cook it in the fat of the wagyu that was just cooked. Yeah. It, it just, just doesn't taste as good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get all your cows from uh, Massey, don't you? Because he's got the half half wagyu, half uh, Angus. No, screw that. Come from Japan. He's from A one Japanese wagyu. Yeah, ship that from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Trash taste proof cuts only. Okay. <laughs> no, you, you don't want to do that because one of them only likes hamburgers. So, <laughs> nah, hard pass. <laughs> there is a really cool guy like on a TikTok that I'm following Mr. Meats or something like that I can't remember his name exactly but he does these things where he's like go in the store and get the this cheap big old thing of beef which is and I'll show you how to cut it down into your steaks and things like mm-hmm. that so you buy it more of a bulk thing right so yeah. we used to do that where we'd buy cows and have them you know slaughtered and put and we just have half a cow sitting in your in your freezer mm-hmm. uh but they would still cut them into all the different aspects and steaks and everything like that. You go buy the big blob of meat mm-hmm. and you cut it yourself and you yeah. can save a lot of money doing that. Yep. Yep. Tons. Of, it's it's better this way, but like most people, most people don't know how to cook anymore. So, so you do the smart thing. You just go to Meyer, only buy the pork. Cause it's always on sale. No matter what time of the year it is, no matter what time of the day it is, no matter what holiday it is, you'll oh, get no, a rack no. of ribs for like half price. Every time they marked up some of the pork for 4th of July. When it there on the Sunday, <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on. It's not fair. All this is up. I'll see what y'all doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I used to just go in there. Like, give me some of these $8 ribs. Like, 
Whoa, whoa, 13. These are normal price. Yeah. But How the morning dare. after, those things are going for like five bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They dropped right yeah, yeah. out of there. They old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I, like like a lot of people like I talk to them like that pork ribeye that I get. And they're like, "What the heck's a pork ribeye?" It's like, just imagine your pork chop, a whole thing of pork chop just fused together. <laughs> it's really good, you know. All of it's like, do you trim the fat off? Hell no! I need that fat, need that fat on there to melt onto it into the meat. <laughs> Gonna cook that to one fifty, and you just let it melt. <laughs> Not like the wrap it in foil would just let it just uh, anyways. That's that's the stuff. We are almost 30 and we still have a time to stop. I thought it was a meme, but that was gonna be a joke. I legit uh, thought it was gonna be a I know. joke. I was like, it's like, oh man, it's like because I've been playing with the soundboard. <laughs> I was listening to this uh well screw it. We're just gonna be like, anyways, uh I was doing this podcast I was uh listening to this podcast of like uh different like tips and stuff that people are using to um uh do you uh tabletop role-playing games like online like all these different things that they can do for it and like all the different things that are built for it now like um uh where you can easily they set it up so it's easy to even input the audio into discord now um because they let it pump through like the microphone they take over mm-hmm. the microphones so you can just go like so it'll just go through the regular microphone uh to discord so it'll just right. you don't have to worry about like did i share my screen correctly did i get the audio going through something messing with it no just pumps it straight through the microphone for you so you can go like i want the door creak or I want um, you get pre-programmed so I can talk and have like a subtle music start scaling up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can time it so it just starts coming in or something like that. Or you just want stuff to happen. It's just like, okay, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Tabletop RPG stuff is getting cool for like <laughs> online. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Speed of that, I saw a great meme because is what I was talking about. Combining what Ryan was talking about, like the old shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember the old. Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, right? Yes. Yes. What is do you know what the first thing they fight in the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Oh, what's it that the uh, hi, not the Hydra? Um Tiamat. Yeah, Tiamat. <laughs> they fight yeah. Tiamat. Yeah. Like you're a level one adventurer. Now fight Tiamat. <laughs> like this, what? I thought you liked it, Sakas. <laughs> this, this is how this works, right? This is how this all works. Yeah. So you don't like it's a case, <laughs> but the big bad now. What? No. Mm-hmm. You say so. You love one game fight team. Ah man, Good of course. Stuff. Uh, also, the fact that in that show, one of them was the acrobat and not an actual class. <laughs> <laughs> People was making stuff up. Man. Yeah, they were just going. They were like, "Fuck it." Yeah. It's, it's, or you know, some somebody wanted that to be an actual class. It's like, <laughs> hey, if I put it in the TV show, Gary Gagas will be forced to add this. Nah, nah. hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> pass you. There's a there's a perfectly good rogue right there. <laughs> <laughs> give you give you everything else but that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Do we want to hit the topic, or are we just going to abort yeah. this thing, pump this thing back? We got it. Sorry, I heard scratching at my door. Daughter running around. Um, 
So the topic that I brought up for discussions is, is just gaming and mental health. So, um, what I there's no like, way. What? There's no way. What? You froze when you started talking. You immediately froze. <laughs> you mean I froze when you said when I you froze entirely. Yeah. That sucks. All right. Let's start again. Start again. <laughs> start again. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Get that steam back again. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know that was, uh, was all from, you know, like all from the heart. That wasn't um, like a script. So yeah, no, thanks. No. Appreciate that. Um, God save you from continuing on without having any context. Let's start now. I would prefer to keep going. I mean, let's go. <laughs> all right. So the topic at hand is gaming and mental health. So like the pros, the cons of it all, like, and more of the discussion with it. Um, it is one of the things because it's I I I see it brought up a lot, and also see it denigrated a lot. Um, me. Especially in the spaces of like, let me give it more of a story to this. So, like, what I see a lot is the lot of the, especially like in the mommy blogging sphere, is the denigrating of, of like basically like dad shaming. This dad, this awful dad shaming content, like they do a lot of time, where like, well, he likes to come home with a, you know, like, the thing he likes to do to decompress is play some video games. And I don't get it. He sits there and does this thing, and I don't get it. He wants to do this. It's just like it's just decompressing. It's, it's, this day was either stressful and stuff like that. But anyways, that's what I've got. From. This is the angle I'm coming from. It. I want to put that out there. This is what I wanted to discuss. What did you want to bring to this? Because I like you had something else too. So there, there is a lot combined with both of the the, the, the general concept of gaming and mental health. Because I wasn't exactly sure which path you wanted to go. So I wasn't sure if you were like mental health representation in gaming because there's a lot of good representation of the, that mm. as an option. Okay. There's also how gaming can affect people positively and negatively with their mental health through gaming. Mm. And then also how gaming can affect people's mental health in general mm-hmm. and how stuff like professional gaming or turning something that is fun into a job can also affect your mental health. Hmm. Hmm. So I have three different avenues to approach this with. Um, The representations are like too ill informed for that. I can't even like uh, off the top of my head. I can't even think of any video games that show any proper representation of a mental illness in in a game. Can you think of one off the top of my head right now? I don't know. You feel like, how dare you? Literally, I watched a two hour video of somebody talking about a really high end doom mod that was basically a guy dealing with his own broken mental health after getting cancer Mm -hmm. and trying to, to, to reconnect his life after mm-hmm. having cancer. Yes. But it's all through like a horror game. Mm-hmm. And then there's actually two endings, one where he not he does not have a good life and one mm-hmm. where he has a really good life where he understands that he does have dark thoughts and things can still be negative, but he can change for the better. That mod is called Total Chaos. 
But yeah, no, I have I have things that I could talk about in gaming. But we can come back to that at a different time. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But my main thing it was like, yeah, that's the aspect that was coming from it. It was like the like the pros and cons of people using it to better them either to like to decompress to as a like almost like a different coping mechanism. Yeah. Right. The to me gaming feels it just depends on your perspective on what gaming is. A lot mm-hmm. of people still think it is gaming as very childish. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are popular now that when even when I was a kid, which puts it, you know, what, like three years ago in nineties in the early to mid nineties. Yeah. it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> Even then there was, these things were considered like for children, let mm-hmm. alone when you were a child or when Reinhold was a child, those are for children, gaming, cartoons, anime, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Those, those are for kids. Mm-hmm. And there's that stigma around it. That gaming is for children. Mm-hmm. And because of that, people tr- tend to treat people who like to play video games as if they're being childish. Instead of it being, hey, this is a thing that helps me decompress. I could be doing something way more messed up. Yeah. I, I, I could be out drinking every night or, mm-hmm. you know, could be doing drugs or whatever. But for me, how I decompress is I play a video game for like a couple hours a, a night or mm-hmm. with some friends, like you allows you to connect with people that might not be able to see every day, or mm-hmm. because your eyes are they're like even us, we have a set day where we get online and game mm-hmm. <laughs> together. Yes, it's when people don't play games, they have a a misconception of what gaming is, mm-hmm. and everybody sees it as Pac Man or things for children that only kids play video games. Yeah, and and that I feel like that's where that that mommy group. Oh my God, why is he playing video games? He should be doing something else. Thing comes from correct. Yeah, do something productive. He should be doing the why it is. What you know? Why like why is it this thing that he wants to do? That's just like which you know, I could do volumes of shows on the the horrors of like the. The dad shame stuff with some of the mommy groups, it is ridiculous. Uh, some of the stuff that gets, um, I basically because I get this second hand getting shared out um, mm-hmm. from my wife and like um, the other like moms that I know. Like, did you see this? It's like, oh my god, it's awful. You know, it's like, anyways, but it's, and I just don't get it. You know, it's because my wife's perfectly fine with me playing games. It's just something that I want to do. It is something that um, I think because it's always been around our life. You know, when she met me, I was a gamer. Um, she didn't try to, like, uh, tell me I can't game. Can't pose with my gaming books. Um, <laughs> but it's... I, and I've also noticed, like, when I reach out to other guys, like, even even other dads to get them to come out and game, you know, like, or to get to gaming again. Like, a lot of them are still, like, you know, like, on the aspect of, like, that. It's just, like, it's, it's far to the... Because, like, a lot of the time, it's... When you see a lot of them do it, like, it's just, like, they don't see the... I don't want to use the word burden, but more of a, the stress of the day that's on this person that um 
because like everyone carries around their own stress of their own, like have different coping mechanisms around it to drop it. And I, to me, I see gaming as that type. There's a better mechanism for that than anything else, other than coming around like, well, just come home and just drink a couple of beers. It's just like, is that healthy? Is that the best way to do this? Why do I want to do that? You know, and it's. I, I think like most like which are the t- quote unquote typical normal ways that guys are supposed to decompress after work just seems so destructive versus gaming just seems so like productive to be able to actually get yourself better or interact with people. The two things. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jackie, for the show love, and I'm glad you like the topic. Yeah, that's the bit. But <clears throat> that's the other thing is compa- compare gaming to what people perceive as a normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. Compare gaming to watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. People are more willing to understand that you come home and you watch football because that's the thing that you do to decompress. Or, mm-hmm. hey, you come home and watch Game of Thrones or the this Netflix series because that's what you enjoy and that's, what, that's how you decompress. Goes, I cannot deny that, that uh, some modes on some games are blasting my neurochemistry. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, but it's because the, per- the perception of gaming is that it's for kids. Mm-hmm. People connect. It be, why don't you just watch a TV show? That's what adults do. That, that right. adults should just be watching TV shows. They shouldn't be playing video games, even though you have games that literal there are literal games like Spec Ops The Line, which questions the morality of war and the a soldier's responsibility and being in a war. And then those people are like, that's what kids are supposed to play. I'm just like, bro, <laughs> this game purposely plays mediocre to show you that that war is bad. This is why it does these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people are like, but that's for kids. It's it's yeah. the miss it's not understanding and not giving not giving it a chance. A lot of yeah. people don't want to play video games mm-hmm. and because they don't, they think it's weird or wrong. Right. Yeah. So lots of times like if I go to like the park, right? And I'm sitting there with my daughter and I've got my iPad out, right? I just got my iPad. I could be doing anything on this iPad, right? But I've got the iPad out, my daughter's play. I could get people like will look at I the perceived look or even like the back phrases, like, you know, like, well, he's not paying attention here, right? Because he's just playing games on his iPad. So he's doing something on his iPad, right? But I clearly look up, daughter's fine. It's kids are nine destructible at that age, and mostly just here just because she needs something, right? But that's what happens when with the iPad. I show up with a book, right? Like I went there with my freaking calculus book, right? Nothing. <laughs> no one leaves me alone. I'm more into what that book is doing and not paying attention in the world because of the topic on that book than what I was reading in the freaking template. Right. <laughs> right. It's like unless unless it's not like a, a unless it's an actual Kindle, mm-hmm. they'll treat it like it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, pull crap. like, I'm watching a game. I'm doing something else on this besides watching my kid. I'm like, you know, trust me, like, I'm more aware of what's going on with this tablet in my hand than I am with that book. That book, I'm in. I'm inside that book. Nothing exists for that piece of paper. 
<laughs> this is going to shock my system to get me out of that out of that world, you know. But it's all—it's not only that, but it's also as your example in particular is books that like your book is a physics book, and it's you sitting there learning, and it's it's one of those perceived intelligence things mm-hmm. that yes. that if you were reading. Um, let's say uh, one of the generic romance novels from the 80s of Fabio on the front of it, people yeah. would be questioning if you're paying attention or not. I put the romance novels on the, on the iPad. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not brave enough to handle like, a <laughs> Some physical copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not that, I'm, don't come around me trying to hide in a book I'll take home like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah no it's it's that's one of the other things that's a completely it almost becomes a completely different conversation of what is the norms that people mm-hmm. have accepted as reality in comparison mm-hmm. to other things. So if you were a woman reading a, a Fabio romance book, they wouldn't care. But because you're a man doing it, they would see it as something completely different. Yeah. And they'll yeah. think you're not paying attention or whatever. Yeah. It's it's one of those it's very weird because a lot of the times when you especially in media when you show you show a man reading something mm-hmm. unless they're sp- specifically shown to be a nerd it's always something that could easily be, be perceived by other people as dry and or boring right, right? to me yeah. your physics book sounds boring as hell to me Right, oh, it's so interesting. Yeah, right, right, right. But to you, but to you, you you love it because that's that's your thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But if I if I ever if you would have showed up reading Lord of the Rings, they'd probably mm-hmm. question what you were doing. Yeah, that's because true. it's that's a true. fantasy story and something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, a, or they make fun of like, oh, you're just reading a comic book. It's like I don't know, like a '90s comic book, awesome, like, <laughs> modern one. Ooh, what are you reading? Iffy, iffy, yeah. You know, depending you, on very which, particular which one's yeah, you depending on the run. Oh, you you you're reading DC? All right, you go. You you yeah. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know, you know, it's mm, it's like I said, it's just one of those things that I just like I, it, it's just straight when you just talk to people like I do this to decompress. I do this, you know, like oh, you don't go to therapy. It's like, well, you know, I can if it starts getting overwhelming, but most of the time, like I find I can easily just decompress playing the video game. You know, you know, right. I end up talking to people, and I, you know, I can get most things off my chest. I can re- relax. I, I don't, know, I don't need it. I know it's there. There's no stigma to it, but it's this is just what I do. Right. It's it's not that it's about you. It's not about needing help. Sometimes it's just this is what helps me relax. Yeah. yeah. Or I find it fun to like if you were big into fighting games. Not saying you are, but if you were. What? <laughs> what? It would have been bad if I said you were into to 2K, and that would have just been insulting. That would have just been wow. insulting. See, see, I didn't go there though. But let's say you were super into playing Street Fighter Six because it just came out. Mm-hmm. When you come home, you want to play it because even if it's frustrating or you lose, it's mm-hmm. you enjoy the challenge of playing the fighting game. Mm-hmm. It's something that entertains you, but. <laughs> 
And that helps you decompress. It helps you refresh your mental going into things. Because sometimes if you have a stressful day at work, you want to hop in a game and beat something to a pulp. Yeah. Because you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even if you lose, if you're not in the the, the bad end of where video games take mental health, (laughs) you'll be fine. Throw the controller. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's the, a bad coping mechanism of throw yeah. controller. That's the other side of gaming, though, is mm-hmm. the fact that some people see gaming as their only validation. Mm-hmm. If you're in a, a lot of the times those people get super angry and frustrated and throw stuff are people who feel like they're not validated in their normal life. Yeah. The yeah. the thing that that sh- makes them feel like they matter or they have something going for them is in gaming. So like if somebody's a professional Smash Brothers player and they lose mm-hmm. in a in a tournament but they've been training really hard and that's the only thing that they care about and that's the only time they feel validated is when they go to these tournaments and win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll rage out and throw stuff because they don't have any other better coping mechanisms. And it's that downside of turning something that is fun into professional. It's it's that slide of it. So, like, a good example, there's a whole article about the professional League of Legends player, Danny from Evil Geniuses, which I will post in the Discord uh, after, after the show, about him having a mental health crisis and the, the owners of the team and the coaches made him keep playing mm-hmm. on the professional mm-hmm. stages. And the first sign that people were worried was that he won a game. Mm-hmm. He, th- his team won a game and he's crying, breaking down on stage, even though they won mm-hmm. because, and then, and then he had to step away for mental health reasons. And then through a bunch of research and uh, some great articles, again, I'll post it you can see that he has been struggling with mental health for a while before then the, the other players on his team told him that he needs to leave because he's not in it and he needs to not be a part of the team. But the mm-hmm. owners and the coaches kept saying, no, 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 we're going to keep have him keep playing. He's going to keep playing. He's going to keep playing. Even though his mental health was spiraling. And then when he went home to his family, he was 20 pounds underweight. Oof. And, like slept for like 12 hours since he got home and there's so much more to that story. This is just brief sparks notes of yeah. it, where not only did they know that he had these issues, they forced him to keep playing even though he had these issues. And in order to cover up the fact that they forced him to do that, they switched his contract to a, streamer contract and he was going to be a content creator for them and he has streamed like in the past six months for the max amount of i think that the highest viewership he had was like a thousand viewers when he was being hosted by the by one of the site one of the stream sites normally he has like 200 and even then he he, even then he doesn't stream very often Mm -hmm. like he streamed (laughs) <laughs> he streamed like four days in a month. 
even though they said he was going to be this major, massive content creator for them, that they always had planned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I started playing League slash AR, I got a Somnia, and then Tense was shocked to land there after a decade break. Oh, well. Yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very, very sad story. But sometimes people just have to understand when things are too much mm-hmm. and taking a break is okay. But some people use this coping mechanism, the thing that they love and enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a stressor Yeah, because they're so focused on winning. I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. This is my validation for the day because mm-hmm. I work at, because I'm working a terrible nine to five job where I feel di- disrespected and nobody cares Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of friends, and this is the only thing that matters to me. Yeah, and that's the other side of the mental health thing. Mm-hmm. And it's strange that people are willing to call that out in like video games, but like nowhere else. When you watch a when you watch a guy like uh, will get into something like though like uh, I'm into cars, so I watch guys who dump way too much into their cars, especially junk box cars just because they want to have the fastest best car out there and, just, and you're right they get the validation because like i just beat this other car that's worse like like three great you know uh three three hundred thousand dollars more than mine i just I can look 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 what i knew you know but like, that also comes back to the stigma of what gaming is why are you so mad about a kid's game right why are you so upset about a kid's game mm-hmm. when on your example is like yeah this guy spent what an equivalent of being able to max out his 401k for a year on a car Correct. to just yeah. win a single race. Mm-hmm. But people are like, oh, that's fine. He's doing car things. It's That's what, that's cool. that's what guys awesome. do. It's car yeah. things. Yeah. Manly, macho. Right. But I, I play a free game <laughs> online and I get mad because people are playing or p- eating paste instead of getting on the point. No oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> then people are like, "Why are you so mad about a video game? It's just a game. It's it for kids. Why are you upset that it's the stigma?" Yeah, it's the stigma. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if it's yeah. that's why people are like, "Well, he goes out to the bar at, all the time to hang out with his friends, drinking, and he comes back home in an Uber every day, drunk." <laughs> Jackie goes. I spent four figures on my free game. Jackie, I really wish you you played Paladins with us. <laughs> <laughs> skins, baby. Yeah, yeah. Skins equal wins. Skins. I, I will not confirm nor deny if I spent any money on the said game that she's talking about when I was in college because Damn. I did, <laughs> and I know I did, but I don't know how much I did, and it's very sad. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's it's that other aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> or the skins and pouches. Pretty good. Some of them are pretty, pretty good. good. Let's be honest. Some of them are good. Some, some of them are, are terrible. Good. Some of them are, are garbage. But other ones, but some of the skins some of them are really, really nice. Really, really amazing. Yeah, real amazing. All the Star Guardian skins are top notch. Yeah, top yeah, top notch. Yeah. Most of the skins that they lock away for the vault the ones you have, those are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Star Guardians have like eight different colors for each individual Star Guardian mm-hmm, <laughs> because mm-hmm, they care mm-hmm. yeah. at that time. And, and real different like animations that go with mm-hmm. it when you for your weapons. It's really yeah. beautiful. <laughs> then there's some trash woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah. this anniversary skits are really cute. You know, they're right, really right. amazing. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. there's some that's based off of an anime that. Uh, that's an anime, huh? That's not anime. We let them sit at the council of uh, anime, but we do not give them the rank of anime because they were they actually had an actual anime done in Japan. Unfortunately, they have the name of anime. Now. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just... I refuse. No. I let Avatar in before. Leave <laughs> <laughs> uh, <right>. Ruby alone. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's but, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, the... come, come! On, like let's schedule Friday. We'll get you in the palace. It'll be fun. <laughs> but anyway, the because people don't play games they don't understand the joy that some people get from playing games right i have the perfect example of it right is that throughout my childhood the only game i ever saw my mom play was Mm -hmm. tetris attack and mario the only two tetris attack and mario party those are the only two games she ever played all right okay right and then she got into maple story and that led into World of Warcraft. And then she started and then she started being really, really into World of Warcraft to the point where her guild was at the top of her server. <laughs> That's fine. Have fun at the concert. I understand. Mm-hmm. Next time I open the region, I'll say hi. <laughs> but but she got into games through unconventional means but she but all me and my brother and my sister and my dad all played games all the time Mm -hmm. but when she found her game that clicked with her it was all over but the crying (laughs) because she did wow and then wow started to go downhill so she went to final fantasy 14 and started playing the the shit out of that (laughs) because that's just what she enjoyed Mm mm-hmm and when people find that game for them, that makes all the difference. Because not everybody's going to like Elden Ring or Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. or League of Legends or or Apex Legends or any of the other big games. But if they find, you know, Spiritfarer. And they really like the that game, then that's the game they, that pulls them into gaming. God, when I was in my younger twenties, I was pulling like twelve hours shift. One thing that used to calm me down the most was getting on a World of Warcraft and just chop trees. Like all the stress of the day, everything would just fade away. I could just sit there. I may have had may have one like one or two drinks and just chop trees and just load up just lumber in the guild storage box late at night and then just go to bed right like freaked and loved it you know when we play with our streamer friends on minecraft mm-hmm. i just dig tunnels <laughs> literally her last stream she put as a tag dig a tunnel dig dig a tunnel <laughs> dig dig a tunnel dig, <laughs> dig, dig, dig. from lion king one and a half because that's what i do when we play that game because for me that's what I want to do. <laughs> I'm going to keep digging this tunnel until I can't anymore, just to see how far I can make this tunnel go. You get copyright if we played that song. You think? Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
got stuck in my head. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. But that's relaxing to me. You know, yeah, it takes it takes legitimately 25 minutes for me to run from the end of my tunnel back to the base. Let me just holding mm-hmm. one button and occasionally eating. Mm-hmm. But during that time, I get to do a bunch of other things like uh, like raft. Dude, I freaking love like just fishing, just fishing in that right. game. Yeah, you guys have no idea how like that, that <laughs> does for me. Like, I just sit there, just string like this is. You want to spoil this island? Why? <laughs> like, this is what I like to do. Which is if totally I go on that island, I can get attacked. If I <laughs> go out there, I get attacked. I can just sit here. Right, and, that, and that's why like, the plot's moving forward, because what I like to do is, oh, hey, look, here's the next thing we can go do. I'm going to move us in that direction, because that's what I want to do. <laughs> While you're over there fishing 100 million fish out of the ocean... <laughs> Overfishing the ocean. Yeah, it's can't can't overfish if everyone's dead. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's just everybody needs to find like people mm-hmm. need to find their game. For a yeah. lot of people, like the one of the things that I've heard a lot for people who aren't really into games, mm-hmm. especially from somebody like my ex who is really into The Sims. A mm-hmm. lot of people really like The Sims if they're not into big into games. Mm-hmm. Because, for lack of a better analogy, The Sims is the evolution of those flash dress-up games. That makes sense, right? It's what it is. Yep. It's the evolution of those flash dress-up games. Where now, uh, now instead of just putting outfits on the dolls, now you create the dolls and then put the outfit and then decide what outfit you want and put that on the doll, and then you make the doll live and enjoy it <laughs> enjoy as you make a plot for your characters in this world you made so some people really like being competitive and some people uh need to put down the sports games and play a different competitive games uh, please because put, not sports games please put the sports game i think the i, I think alternate Things Gabon Tradition to help save sport game like the a- AEW is single handedly saving wrestling <laughs> video games. <laughs> like, yes, we got the original people who made No Mercy, the game that a lot of people like, and we made an AEW game like that game. <laughs> it, was, it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. It's, done, it's done just like those games. It's done just like the the N64 games. Mm-hmm. You have the meter you charge up at the bottom. Is your special move? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so some people just need different kinds of games. Some people want to play Legend of Zelda and explore the world or go through dungeons because they want that solo experience of it. You know, other people need the community aspect of it. If let's be honest, if I was into MMOs. You would have dragged me into any MMO you wanted. And, then, and and honestly, that's the only reason you're not playing an MMO right now is because I don't want to play it, and neither does producer Paul. Honestly, if I get you guys into MMO, we're playing an MMO. I don't care what it is. And that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. That if you could, you would. But I won't. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, especially like uh, after producer Paul t- like gave like a hinkling on um, uh, wanting to get into VR. I was like, shh. Get ready to like, don't make me finance this for you, Paul. <laughs> there. Yeah. That's the thing. 
Uh, exactly. Jackie's loving Di- Diablo Soul. Play. I've been watching some people play Diablo. Uh, one of the um, streamers I will like uh, I mod for. He just he got Diablo Four. He won it. Um, I'm watching the um, the stream. He's one of the mm-hmm. people that won it. Want a copy of it because there's no way he could afford it. And he was like, "Oh my god, I want it!" Let's and, go. uh, yeah, and uh, has helped to stream out because he was one of the few. You know, he, he got it. and He actually can play like mm-hmm. one of the like caring games. It just helps us stream out. You know, right? Then, I'm an un- I don't get paid. I'm not a paid boy. <laughs> but yeah, it's sometimes you just need that game. Yeah, uh, Jack goes. I feel like I've finally been able to recreate character aspects of my old free, but oh, nice, nice. excellent, nice. excellent. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's another thing. Like, uh, there's sometimes like just get into like certain games that just like just drive around, like a um, like a GTA or um, uh, uh, the other game, which was great in the past, but the remake sucks. Gran Turismo, Saints Row. Oh, that one. Gotcha. <laughs> See, when you say you just get into a game and drive around, all I think about is Muda's video. We talk about emulators, and he keeps what keeps pulling up nightclub because that's all he wants is midnight club. That's all he wants yeah. to do. It's like I just want to drive around in fast cars and not get ticketed for doing it. Now, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Like I've been watching like some people's like setups on streams or like other racing setup, but I just keep it like. Why don't I do this? It's like ah, because I'm this is this would be addicting. I would be addicted to this. This is what I would do. If you had an initial D machine in your house, we would not be able to talk to you anymore. Yeah, I would just play that. Exactly. I wouldn't care what you guys are talking about. Like, come play F you. I'm gonna. I'll be on Akina. That's the thing that you like. While me and Paul don't like racing games. Paul's worse than me because he doesn't even like Mario Kart, <laughs> which is a whole nother level of hate and racing game. But <laughs> it's okay. Producer Paul's on a whole nother level to begin with. <laughs> yeah, it's when it comes to gaming, people just need to really understand, they need to take the time to understand why people are doing it. Yeah. Because that's a lot, that's what a lot of it is. It's all about communication. So if you are upset about somebody playing a game all the time, talk to them, find out why they want to play a game. Maybe you could play a game together. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's how I got through my first playthrough of Borderlands three. Cause mm-hmm. I played with my ex on PS four. <laughs> I, I think I saw like, I was with the gas station, believe it or not. Um, the, uh, the Meyer gas station, you know, that Meyer gas station with the cheap gas. Um, yeah. And I was uh, the pump was broken. I had to go inside. I actually talked to Hubie, and and I don't like going into the gas station to pay because I like to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't go inside. I like to pay the pump because I have a problem. That's the that's the dichotomy. I like paying the pump. <laughs> I don't want to talk to people. Period. You don't want to pay the pump because you love talking to people too much. <laughs> so I walk into the pump. I walk into there, and uh, this person uh, going through, the lady goes, like, nice shirt. I assume she's talking to me because I had my Borderlands shirt, Jacob's shirt on. No, she's talking to this lady. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then I spawned that into a five-minute conversation about Borderlands and talk about <laughs> with her boyfriend who's been trying to get her to play Borderlands. 
right? <laughs> and I think I convinced her that I actually wanted to play play. And I was like, no, trust me. Like, wife loved going through it. I was like, well, what if I don't? I'm like, what is it? Borderlands 2? It's like, yeah, boy, I'm like, Blake and Zerker, get two rocket launchers, have fun. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> right, that's the thing is that sometimes you just need the right push, you need the right circumstance to want to play the game. And yeah. when people do that, <laughs> Heavenly coincidence. <laughs> that boyfriend probably was the happiest man when she's like, "Yeah, babe, let's play it." And he'd be like, "Let's go, let's fucking go." <laughs> but yeah, it's sometimes you just need another person. Like, there are so many games I would love you to play, but I know you would never play it because it's a single player game. I I I I plan on uh, I'm going to beat the Ghostbusters single player. I have plans to play Metroid Prime this year. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do a right. single player game this year. I'm gonna Good. do more. But there's I, also that's the other half of it, right? Is that I also know that if you really were like if you if there was a single player game that came out that you really wanted to play, like they released a brand new single player only. Gundam game. I'd probably play it. You'd probably play it, but then there's also be the fact that you start playing it and you're like, <sighs> and then I get a call and like, hey Donovan, want want to come over and play Gundam with me? It's like, <laughs> what? what it's, isn't it single player? Yeah, but I need you in the room so I have somebody to talk to. Yeah, because like uh, I've got some the Gundam single player game, but it's just like I get it, I play it, but it's like I really enjoy it. I, yeah, I just I don't know, I don't know. I think. Which is that a mental break? Is there something going on with my head? The simple fact that I'm sitting there playing a game and it's something like, hmm. It's not a mental break. It's more of a you are enjoying it and you want to share it with other people because you're an extrovert that likes sharing good things with other people. Hmm. And then when you don't have anybody to share it with, Mm -hmm. you get bored because you feed off of other people's energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just draining my battery. My battery, yeah. my, my social battery is draining. Right, right. You're having too much introverted time mm-hmm. for your extroverted ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is the exact opposite of mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's a there's a reason I take one day out of the whole week to not leave the goddamn house because I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> Welcome back, Red Hole. <laughs> right. Everybody I okay? apologize for that. Uh, the uh, six of the seven puppies and one of the uh, and and their dad decided to, they want to go take a walk or oh. a run mm. down the street. I guess crashed. Um, so I did round them up. I had to go get in the car, chase them down, figure out where they're at, get them back in the car. Mm. Explain that heavenly goal a uh, glow you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually did exercise. That's like you know, it's my time this month to do exercise. So mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fitbit has just wants to know do you want to record this run? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even have my watch on. Oh my god! I didn't, I didn't get <laughs> God, classic. You're <laughs> charging. Uh, my watch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Denied. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. I try to put it in manually. They'll just laugh at me and go, "Yeah, right." Yeah, yeah. You ran. <laughs> it goes. This seems like an error here. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an outlier. This doesn't this doesn't match our uh, history that we have. <laughs> we don't believe this is true. You would be fall fell over dead, and your heart rate would be zero right now. Very <laughs> <laughs> much. Ronald, did you have any thoughts on mental health and gaming? Yeah, it doesn't count without well, the left, Jackie says. Um, to be a gamer, you kind of have to be mentally disturbed in the first place, but um, which I am, which we all are, of course. So, no, there's there's a, there's a lot of problems. The problem is not that the games are are an issue; it's that some people who have mental issues are drawn to those games, and they find serotonin hits through it. They find you know some something that they're looking for out of it um, to the, to the point where they're not identifying that that's what's happening. And they start doing it to the exclusion of everything else that should be more healthy and trying to get them the help they need. So that's kind of in a nutshell. That's my, my view on it. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, you're fine. There's a cliff notes version of what you guys probably all said already. No, we've talked about complete. We've talked about a wide variety of things. Just mm-hmm. not directly that part. Yeah. Not like we weren't talking about mental illness, just general mental health. Because the yeah. premise Harry was coming off of is the fact that a lot of mommy groups are like, I don't get why he comes home and plays video games to decompress. Blah, blah, blah. That's oh, yeah. so well, dumb. My mom was like that, too. My mom didn't yeah. understand why. She goes, you should be out doing stuff and try to make your life better instead of playing these video games. I'm like, Mom, I, I like these games. They make me think. They give me serotonin hits that I can't get anywhere else right now. Mm-hmm. And in, it's because of that that I have the I have the ability in my head to go out and do all the other boring crap that I don't want to do that I need to do in order to get my life in a position where I can maybe play these games and not feel guilty about it. And that's right. the real problem is the feeling guilty that people put on you with, with what they say and things like that that really is a problem. I mean, there are people who have problems with gaming and addictions and things like that that you need to look at and deal with. But then there's mm-hmm. also the stigma that comes along with people saying – you shouldn't be doing that. You're lazy. You're a bum. You should be out doing this. You should be out doing that. Why aren't you talking to these people? And it's like, quit shaming me for what I enjoy doing. I don't, this is what I like. Uh, deal with it, you know? And until people can come to that, they're, they're going to feel that stigma. And it's just, it's a, uh, it just adds on to it. And it starts to turn to one thing that I actually enjoy doing to something that's a negative, And then you're really in trouble because then you don't have anything else to fall back on. Yeah. Jackie says, I've made some great social connections on League. It made a huge difference for me during the isolation of lockdowns. Right. Exactly. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of times that we've, yeah. we've played games together and just because that's what, I mean, heck, a uh, friend of the show, Nice, has shown up and go, here, have this game. I want to play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we played it for like a day. It's like, this game's kind of ass. But we played <laughs> it anyway because he bought it for us. <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, but, the other I mean, game that he got for us, like uh, we haven't really gone back to. I don't know if you guys seen that. Was that grounded game? That's actually kind of fun if you can get over the like being attacked by bugs all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you know, just kind of messes with you. You know, like it was like it's, it's freaking spider there was crap. It was a game he bought called like I think it was Dead Reckoning or something like that. That was basically just a yeah ice yeah, uh, ice yeah. age type of yeah. yeah that's exactly game what we're of werewolf. About. Yeah, yeah. And then democracy he bought because he wanted to, or did I just buy that one because he was talking <laughs> about that, that might have been the you. case. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he bought that yeah. one. I think that's I did. Just you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's just part of the aspect of it. Sometimes there are games that you want. Hey, Harry has bought me Resident Evil Six because he wanted to play through the game and he had nobody to play it with, so he bought it for me and we and we begrudgingly pulled our teeth to get through that terrible game it was great resident i remember being great i remember i had a great time do you not remember the fact that we streamed like the first like 
part of the Leon chapter, and we we literally spent ten minutes shitting on the food graphics because it looked like they put JPEGs on top of like rectangles. <laughs> Best graphics. <laughs> well, yeah, but shit, that's a PS2 game, so that's actually really nice. I'm trying to do group content in Guild Wars, and uh, so I'm trying to get Harry to try and suck him back in, but he knows better. He knows what his mental health would be God. like if he got sucked back into that game. As, as, as I said earlier, you weren't here for it, but uh, if me and producer Paul were, were would be willing to play an MMO, it would be over. <laughs> That's all Harry would be doing. Because he would want us all to play the MMO together. But I don't want to do MMOs, and Paul's burnt out on MMOs, so MMOs are off the board. Yeah. Well, Guild Wars 2 is better than an MMO. It is. Not it's happening. Far, Sorry. It's far much better than... Not happening. It, it's an achievement junkie uh, heaven, because they have so many achievements that you can chase, and Ooh. it's just... You should uh, see the lore in it. Uh, it's, oh, the lore is great. Not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. You, said, oh, you haven't seen the end of the end of the uh, Dragon Cycle saga, and they're starting up a new now, a new enemy. Yeah, let me send you some of the lore. <laughs> now, well, they're building. Up, what's great is they're building off of Guild Wars One and their lore for Guild Wars Two, so you can get mm-hmm. to go back and look at it and you get it all yeah, into oh, it. Yeah. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, you'll love it. Nah, nah, I'm good. Like it's like playing yeah. a book. Like if you played one of your favorite books that you have, that's what mm-hmm. it's like. Nah, is there I'm any Gucci. sapphic stories in it? <laughs> that usually nah, gets I'm Gucci. I'm good. <laughs> Hard pass. Felicia Day does one of the characters. Huh? Come on, so? she's a voice story character. <laughs> that 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 does not force me. No means no, people. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. <laughs> and this latest, this latest vision of one of these latest minor villains called Anka. Great voice actress, killed it. The writing on her was exceptional, and she's probably one of my favorite villains in Guild Wars Two, outside mm-hmm. of Joko. Praise be his name. Oh, okay. um, the right. only Paolo one Joko is the greatest they ever did because he called out the whole genre and the whole mindset of the whole game in his dialogue just before. He, <laughs> it's you. You cannot imagine how great that character was written. The only MMO that I would even give a chance at this point, because I already know so much of its stupid lore, is the League MMO. Whenever that's eventually going to come out, because I already know, I already had spent like seven years learning the lore of that stupid game. So I'm yeah. like, all right, I already, I'm already invested in these characters. Oh, you mean they're going to have an Arcane crossover? That doesn't surprise me. That was a great show. I like the characters in Arcane. That that's the only thing I'm going to get me. Because the, right. the other times I've actually played MMOs, That's all right. those games died. <laughs> like I tried to play Wildstar when it first came out because mm-hmm. a friend got it for me for free. Okay. All, right. all right, now he's tr- look, look at what you did. He's trauma dumping now. And it died. That game fucking <laughs> died. <laughs> Guild Wars 2 was, our, our, uh, Wildstar was great because it did have a lot of good comedy in it. It's just they didn't have a good end game fleshed out yet. And neither did Guild Wars 2 at first. Uh, but they were able to stick with it and pull it through. Guild, uh, the people who made Wallstar just gave up. All right, that's fine. All right, all right. Enough with the trauma dumping. This episode's getting long and a tooth. Almost fifteen minutes over here. Okay. Yeah, right. we had to, we had to get Reinhold in the conversation. So he that's wasn't fine. here for that's it. Fine. That's fine. 
I get that. I understand that. But we have a respectable show. We finished. We do a nice, tight, clean hour. Okay. Now we're well, let, Let's just use up hour. the rest of the uh, the band the storage we have. Let's oh, just you just run just, it till it ends. Run the storage <laughs> up. Like here you go, <laughs> here you go, Spangle. Cloud Which may be cool. like five minutes, right? Yeah, I have no idea. What are you like looking at it? It's probably a warning popping up. I should probably. <laughs> ah. Yeah, it's. Um, you lost the last five you, minutes. So. If you don't play games, you should. Talk to somebody that does and see where they why they like it and, and before you start telling them that they shouldn't or should they should or shouldn't play the games. Understand mm-hmm. that some people just enjoy it for what it is, and the outliers of people that get obsessed or addicted are are just that outliers. Mm-hmm. And, well, and you don't treat everybody also, like that. Yeah, but also pay attention to your friends and yeah. notice the signs that they are going down that spiral, that that addiction rabbit hole, because it does happen. And having somebody kind of step in and steering that away from it is a good is a good thing to have too. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if somebody has a nice healthy habit of it, leave them alone. Let them, you know, let them enjoy as long as they're healthy. You know, and if you really have yeah. a conversation, they can move things around it. Then it's healthy. Okay, um, yeah. So thank you everyone who's listening gotten this far in the episode. If you gotten this far, you're a true friend. So won't you, uh, you know, like. Come, come, keep watching this episode. Can you watch our show? This show is recorded live 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Uh, we go live on twitch.tv slash we are the letter R libertarians. We are libertarians. And then on t- uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash we are libertarians. Come watch us, hang out live. It's fun. Um, the chats that we're reading online, they're not super chats. They're not like bits. You don't have to give us bits. You don't have to give us anything. We just want your love. Come out, hang out. Let's hang out with us live. We appreciate you if you listen to this in podcast format, but we're more of a look. We want to have live show interact with you guys live. But we also appreciate that uh, hundreds of you who do download this show. I appreciate that. Because uh, you can be listening to anything else in the world. You just have to listen to this. And that I thank you. So see you guys next week. Have a good one. Say goodbye, everybody. Take it easy. Bye, everybody.